Peace. Bibs. Put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. Now look, I know, you know, we a little late again, but we got jobs. Well, it's mainly because of me, but we got jobs, okay? Now, if you want these podcasts every night, late at night, on time, soon as the game ends, y'all need to run them numbers up. So we can quit our jobs and do this full time. Now it's not going to happen overnight. We're going to need y'all help. First thing you can do is leave a rating and review on the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps. But back to the normal intro. I'm one half of your host as always, Marius Williams, a.k.a. Reese, a.k.a. Mind of Reese on Instagram, YouTube and Twitter. Joined as always by my other half, Pause Bibbs, aka Mike Bibbins at Bibbs Corner on Twitter, the Bibbs Corner Podcast. And if you are subscribed to the Bibbs Corner Podcast, you already heard a few of his thoughts on the uh, Game 3 victory over the Phoenix Suns he released last night. Just to give y'all a little teaser to hold you over till you got this, Bibbs. Uh, I usually ask how you feeling, but you know, I- I'm gonna ask anyway. How's your weekend so far? You know, how how you doing? It's it's been cool. Um, <clears throat> you know, I got up this morning. I uh, went to the barber. I had to use the cut app for the first time ever. What's that? Uh, it's <laughs> sound like we do an ad. <laughs> oh damn, it do. <laughs> <laughs> we are not uh, getting paid by them, but hey, let me. I'm gonna check into that now that you, now that you mentioned it. Facts. But um no nah, the barber shop I went to the uh the barber was like hey get on the cut app and uh you can like book an appointment whenever and like I'll be there. Um so like I just basically had to pull up his name is he's ba- you can find a barber anywhere. Um they got ratings, pictures, all kinds of stuff. Uh I was able to book the appointment. It like hold, puts a hold on your card for the amount of the cut. Um and you can like pre pre-pick how much you want to do a tip you can refer people um like if i refer somebody to my barber you get a five dollar off voucher oh wow stuff like that um for loyalty points if you spend up to fifty dollars you'll get it a five dollar off voucher for your next cut stuff like that uh so it's actually it's actually pretty interesting um and like right now, I pulled up. There's a couple of other barbers that are closer to me. They you can put ratings on there. Uh, I think most of the people in my area get five stars. Um, a couple a little bit below, but yeah, it's um, <clears throat> I need to give him a rating because he don't have that many right now. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, they get they got nicknames on there and all kinds of stuff. So, well, if you listen to okay, that's clean. All right. Yeah. Well, if you listen to the uh, Bibbs Corner podcast, uh, it was only a 12 minute episode. Y'all can show us some love. Um, you know that Bibbs uh, went to see Dr. Strange this morning. Yeah, that was what I did immediately <laughs> after I left the barber. I picked my sister up, hugged my niece, and uh, we went and saw Dr. Abnormal. <laughs> okay. 
um, <laughs> Doctor Mid. Um, so uh, <laughs> yeah, stick around till the end if if you like when we talk about movies, Marvel stuff, other stuff other than basketball. We'll give our thoughts on it. But um, the topic at hand: the Dallas Mavericks defeated the Phoenix Suns in Game Three to uh, basically save their season. Uh, the Phoenix Suns would have gone up 3-0 whether the Mavs won another game or not. That really would have just solidified uh, our demise in the second round. But the Mavs stay alive with a victory. Uh, next game is tomorrow. I believe it's an early game, right? Yeah, 3.30 Eastern. That's um, perfect. It's the, it's the worst possible time for me, but that's okay. Oh, yeah, because uh, you're going to miss it. That's right. Oh, man, I forgot about that. All right, well, I mean, I miss games. You know, I'll carry the next episode if I need to. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, the Mavs survive. We get another chance to tie the series up at home before going back to Phoenix. I feel like that game will be just as important as this one was. But um, for the people that know, I missed the game. I went to see Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Midness for the second time. Uh, last night and it was the exact same time as the game so uh, Bibbs is going to carry most of this I watched some highlights but watching highlights ain't the same as watching the actual game you're just watching people putting the ball in the basket so uh, what, what what are your takeaways from the game I saw your theory came true yeah yeah so um, a few big takeaways so first of all Dwight Powell did continue to start, so I apologize yeah. to you in advance uh, that that doesn't seem to be stopping yet. Yeah, I saw that before I went to the movies, and I said, all right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that was the first thing that that, I, that caught my eye. Early in the game, Luca was getting contact and expecting fouls and not getting them and letting it affect him at first. Uh, Jalen Brunson actually was doing a little bit of the same, honestly. And they got out of it quick. Brunson started getting it going. And I one thing that I saw that was a good change, a positive change, is they were letting Luca work out of the post-ups more. Yes. Uh, that is an X-factor move, in my opinion. Luca out on the perimeter dribbling is cool, but he doesn't have to do that. He's a freaking tank save his energy instead of him it's the same thing as uh the Giannis actually like Giannis used to always have to start from almost half court and drive from there to get to the hole when he started being able to get it at the three-point line free throw line or shorter and make a quick move and go completely unlocked his game Luca being able to post up mid post free throw line or however that's a big change for how the Suns have to defend us I agree so that's 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 the, that's a move that I really enjoy. It also helped open up the motion on the outside. There were a few plays I saw that we hadn't been able to execute previously to get Bullock some open looks. Um, it helped Brunson get downhill a few times. Like it's almost similar to how Jokic plays, actually. And you know, Luca's not that big, but he's big, so it makes sense to 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 run him and use him in that way. And he like, played big in the post too. I saw some of those moves, the footwork, the, the him work. using his strength, using that ass. You know, it. it I, I took a page out of Bibbs' book with that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was big boy and uh, dudes down there, man. Regardless mm-hmm. of who it was, so it was fun to see him do that. 
said it countless times. The step backs are cool sometimes, but your bread and butter where this offense thrives is when Luka is attacking the paint, whether it be off dribble penetration or post-ups. Uh, he really cannot be stopped in the paint. Nope. I Aiton one on like if you ISO him on a regular post up with Aiton, maybe that's the only guy that's gonna give him some trouble. But everybody else was barbecue chicken. Uh, McCall Bridges was fighting for his life every single time Luca decided to put that ass on him. <laughs> um, but so that 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 I think changed the game. That was something I liked seeing. Um, also, when they stopped looking for fouls. The refs, let me let me do that. The refs called this consistently. It was the complete opposite of the games one and two, but they called it consistently at least. Um, in games one and two, they were calling every little thing. In this one, they didn't call anything, but it, they called it consistently that way. So once Brunson realized that he started lowering the shoulder, I, I had the tweet saying that he decided to start playing like Derrick Henry because he was running them boys, <laughs> running over. Like Devin Booker got hit so hard one time that he flew back on the initial contact, slid across the floor, and then hit the stanchion and, like, flipped. I saw that. that wasn't that Jalen Brunson? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Brunson lowered the shoulder yeah. on Booker and sent him through the stanchion. Hey, I mentioned it. I said he's short, but he's thick. Pause. <laughs> I almost made it. He got no, that dream. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he, uh. Yeah, he started using that size. He started putting it on him, making him feel him as he was driving. And, uh, I mean, it was effective. He he had his best game since the, the Jazz series. Gaze won. I think he had more points almost in the first half, really. Uh, maybe through three. He had more points than he did in the first two games combined. He shot yeah. well. Uh, he actually outscored Luka uh, in this game which was nice to see. Uh, they both had pretty similar shots, 25-21. Uh, I know we mentioned in a previous pod that we like that when they're both pretty close in shot attempts. Yep. Um, but as you mentioned, my boy Frank got the Josh Green minutes. And not just a few minutes either. Mm-hmm. What, he they're about, about 13? 13. Yeah, Jinx, you owe me a soda. About 13 minutes, yeah. And <clears throat> somebody said something. I meant to double-check it to see if it was true. Yeah, they they lied. Somebody said he played more minutes than Dinwiddie, but I he did not. I mean, uh, Dinwiddie still played twenty four minutes. He still ain't give a shit. But uh, <laughs> the the Frank minutes he didn't score, but I can definitely say he had a defensive impact. There were a few plays where, and this again, this is a thing like it doesn't show up in the box score. It's not a highlight play. But just when the Suns were running their offense and let's say Luca was there or Jalen was there instead of Frank, they would have expected to have been able to make a certain pass, but they couldn't make that pass because it was Frank instead. And he anticipated that they were looking for that pass and stayed in the way. Those are the little things that, again, you know, they don't show up in a box score, but they make a difference. And he did that a few times while he was on the court. Uh, very effective guarding Booker. Uh, I think I said it in my, in my little podcast sneak peek that, guarding Booker with length is key. Yes. I like DFS on him. And then Frank as the backup guy to be on him. I like that too. Yeah. I mentioned, uh, I'm not sure if it happened this game, but considering Reggie Bullock was on Chris Paul, I assume my theory of they need to switch DFS needs to be on Booker. 
Bullock needs to be on Paul worked and was effective, correct? Yes, it was. Um, Booker's pretty much going to get to his spots, so the challenge can't be in the initial defense. It has to be on the shot. So once he goes into a shooting motion to to threaten his shot, you need somebody that is long enough to be able to recover off of whatever move he just made. Right. And that's Frank, that's DFS. It's, sometimes it's Maxi. Uh, Maxi like hesitates a little bit to jump because he can't recover quickly off if he jumps like those other guys, but he he can still contest at the top. Um speaking of Maxi. I don't know how much of this was in the highlights, but Maxi was getting busy, like putting the ball on the floor, getting busy. Yeah, I saw he had a dribble pull up mid range pull ups. Shot. He went straight to the hole a couple times, dunked it. He had a post up in traffic, like turned over the shoulder and went up with it. I don't know what's gotten into him, but I like it. Hopefully, it means he got into something. I'm, I almost made the joke, but I feel like some people got offended. <laughs> the last time, so I left it alone. I don't give a fuck. But I on the podcast is a different story. Like I'm not putting it all. Like there's certain things I've learned. Wait, are you talking about Twitter. the joke that I said, or are you talking about a different joke? I'm talking about the one going back to the bubble. Like yeah, where I said it's, hopefully he got into something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's Who the, the hell joke. got offended by man? Never, it was never it was something it's along those. It was something along those lines. Like. I think I suggested that Maxie needed a, needed a woman in his life of some sort, in some way, shape, or form, and uh, people thought it was objectifying women of some somehow. I, I don't know. Um, Not touching that. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, anywho, um, Maxie played very well. He played thirty two minutes. Um, Dwight Powell played ten. Of course, he did. He actually had some decent moments in the second half in his couple of minutes that he played, but at what cost? At what cost? Um, Bertans did absolutely nothing in his seven minutes. Uh, He's did, not cold. <laughs> Finney Smith and Bullock both played over 40. Uh, both had three steals, both had four boards, 14 and 15 points. So I think if we can get that type of production from them offensively, I'm happy with it. Um, And when you think back to Bullock having 16 was the only other player really over in double figures last game. Uh, Now we have multiple players with, with over (laughs) uh, that amount or close to that amount. So night and day in this performance, the defense stepped up tremendously um the other key Chris Paul has seven turnovers turnovers in the first half <clears throat> did hear that most he's ever had in his career in the first half or in the half of a game in his career playoff or regular season right um <clears throat> we held them to 44 points which is also i believe the lowest they've been held to this playoffs me and a half or yeah yeah okay. now bullock apparently at the half had a rib injury and they said he was questionable to return uh but he did i haven't seen any updates on that post game so that's something to watch uh i'm gonna be honest we can't afford to miss him i mean he played the rest of the game 
Right. So hopefully that's a sign that he's fine, but we well, definitely cannot afford to miss him. My fear was that it was adrenaline. Yeah. And he felt it more today, <laughs> but I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Uh, what's your thoughts on Dinwiddie so far, man? I feel like, well, I'm I'm not. Here's what I'll say. He's pretty much doing the same stuff that he was doing before, and not being as effective at it. But the things he was doing, like shooting threes, for example, step backs, all that good stuff, are things I didn't want him to be doing anyway. And it's almost like the fact that it was working there when we first got him. It made it fool's gold to where he expects it to continue to work. Right. I really need him to be aggressive off the bounce. Yeah. I really need him not <clears throat> waiting for foul calls when he does it, though. Yeah. Um, I need him to be aggressive off the bounce and strong and, and play through the contact. Uh, this is the playoffs, buddy. You got to get tough in there. If they, if you earn the fouls, they'll give you the fouls. But if you're expecting the fouls, you're not getting the fouls. Facts, nine times out of ten. And if you're going to let that take you out of your game, then you're going to be useless to us. As he damn near is now. Right. Um, I don't want to wait like we did in the Jazz series for the for the Dinwiddie game to be the last fucking game. <laughs> now, with that said, with Frank getting in the mix, um, I want to see him get more involved offensively next next game. What do you mean by that? If he needs to be the one setting it up at the top instead of Dinwiddie off the bench, I'm fine with giving that a look. Hmm. Um, I mean, that's tough because I do think Dinwiddie, even though he's not as aggressive on offense as far as scoring as we like, I think he does a pretty decent job most of the time playing that point guard role when Jalen and Luka aren't in the game or when it's just him and Jalen. Yeah, and and I do like Frank as a catch and shoot guy. Yeah, like I trust him as a catch and shoot guy. So if it's more of Dinwiddie not looking to score necessarily and just looking to set guys up, I'm cool with that too for a little while until the opportunities present themselves. I don't want him to be looking at himself as a primary scoring option at this point, unless he's gonna, like I said, go strong and not expect fouls or actually score <clears throat> or actually make the bucket. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I want to see. I want to see Frank get some shots up. He didn't get a single shot up uh, last game. I'm pretty sure his impact was felt though, as far as the defensive end. And I mean, the the idea of replacing Josh Green in the lineup with Frank is Frank is going to give you defense, but he's probably going to he's not not probably he's going to give you better offense. Right when Josh the opportunities present themselves. Yeah, if the opportunity presents itself for Frank Nilakina to shoot a three. He's going to shoot it, and most likely he's going to make it. Frank Nilakina isn't looked at as, oh, we can lead this guy open and force him to make threes. Like, he has a respectable three-point shot. Which is why he didn't get any shots, because they weren't playing off of him like right. they were, Josh. Um, <clears throat> what else? What else? Luka got into foul trouble in the third. Um, He came out, and let me see here. We had a 15-point lead when he came out. Um, Frank and Maxie started the fourth quarter. Uh, Luca got his fifth foul on some BS in with eight yeah, minutes so left right. in the fourth. <clears throat> I don't know why Jason Kidd didn't challenge it. I, I guess he thinks he gets to accumulate the challenges. Yeah, I don't understand either. Maybe he was waiting. Oh, we may need a later for something, but 
No, that's that's a perfect time to use it. Maybe he has a rule about not using it to the last five minutes or something. I, I have no that's idea. That's stupid. Right. Uh, the fifth foul on Luca. That's not something I'm playing with. In and when it's blatantly obvious. Facts. Um, now I do believe the NBA needs to have it. If you win the challenge, you get another one. Um, not even you get another one. You get to keep yours. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Right. Like you get to do another challenge if you win the first one. That's that's something I like. But with that said, uh, again, we were up 17 when Luca went out about eight minutes. Uh, he came back in at 438. We were up 11, and we closed it out. Um, so what did you see in this game that you think uh, we need to translate over to game four in order to stay alive? So, and this is the first game where there actually was a takeaway. Okay. <laughs> really, besides this isn't working, which was the takeaway after the first call. facts. Uh, Luca in the post or working out of the post up. Need to see a lot of that. Um, Luca being aggressive, offensively, looking for his shot, not forcing passes. Need that. Brunson playing physical, playing through the contact, look seeking bodies on drives. Need that. Uh, Frank Nielakina minutes need that. No Josh. Um, I still don't understand why Maxi can't start. Me either. Why play around with it when you're just gonna take Powell out anyway? Start Maxi. Let Powell be the backup. Maybe he'll be more effective against JaVal McGee than DeAndre Ayton because I think we've just figured out that, that that's not a thing that's working for us by now. I would hope. Like, why are we wasting our time with that? He's accomplishing absolutely nothing for us in those opening minutes. And it's not a, nothing against the white. It's just, bro, this is another bad matchup for you, and you're showing it. Right. Like, he may benefit better coming off the bench. I just want to see him against somebody else because seeing him against Aiton is bad for my soul. It's causing me indigestion. Bad for you and mine, brother. So, um, other than that, I think that pretty much, oh, 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 the defense. Uh, there was a whole lot of talk about Luca being hunted on defense and blah, 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 blah. One of the main things kids said is he just wants to see Luca participate. And during the game, they kept mentioning, uh, Luca just giving him two seconds at the top, uh, the initial rotation or whatever. Just give him two seconds, and those two seconds are the difference between a wide open pass, wide open shot by somebody, and allowing the rest of the guys to rotate and get into place. Right. And I, I think Luca gave him that in this game. Uh, I think Jalen Brunson gave him that. Uh, even though Jalen Brunson wasn't called out for it, I still noticed the difference in his. Uh, <laughs> activity off ball if you will his rotations uh anytime Jalen Brunson is getting a deflection versus in a, during a rotation that's 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 not normal activities for him <laughs> so I, I was glad to see that the defensive intensity I do think they fed off the crowd in that regard yeah um, so again shout out to the people in the AAC everybody in the place to all right, I'm done. All right come on uh, <laughs> But yeah, I I, I I feel good about game four. I, I'll say that I feel good about game four. If we can do some of the same things we did, 
Uh, Jay Crowder went stupid. If Jay Crowder doesn't go stupid, the game probably is a lot uglier. Yeah, Jay Crowder has really been having like good games all series, and I'm just waiting for that game where it slows down and comes especially back if down he, to reality. Especially if his <laughs> confidence is through the roof. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, he's he, shooting the damn ball. He was shooting 61% from three during the series, apparently. He was shooting the strings off that bitch. I saw a uh, quote that, or a, a stat that said he shot 11% from three in the Pelican series and is now shooting 61% from three in this series. Hell of a turnaround. Through three games. Like, it's not a one-game fluke. He's three games of 61% for three. So, yeah, I'm going to need him to relax. Um, But if he doesn't shoot like that, this game's a lot uglier. Uh, The the Suns didn't just play poorly. We forced them to play poorly. Uh, I think they still have five guys in double figures. And any shortcomings they had were not fluky. It was us playing good defense. We didn't even shoot that well, honestly. Um, it was just a well-played game. So, again, room for improvement, but uh, there were a lot of things that we did differently that worked, and I want to see us build upon that. All right. Well, hopefully that's the case tomorrow. I'll definitely be watching the game, so I'll know. But like I said, this game is just as important as game four was. Yeah. <clears throat> we got to gotta take care of home court. The teams usually – we've seen teams come back from 3-1 – I don't think this team is even built for some shit like that. And also, we have never seen a team come back from being down 3-0. So, they avoided the sweep. They in gentlemen's, gentlemen's sweep category, I mean, uh, territory at this time. Uh, so, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we can get the victory tomorrow. If not, and they still play hard, still play well, I'll be content knowing, you know, okay, we we did our thing. We got that victory. Maybe we get another one before before they close us out. But yeah, if they if the Suns win tomorrow, the series is over. So Mavs Damn. gotta come out with this. <laughs> yeah, the series over. That's three one. I ain't got that much faith in us. <clears throat> just keeping you got that much faith in Chris Paul. Come on, man. Let's not do that. You know, four times he's done it four times. No, that's my four I times. Think four times he's lost the series. Went up 2-0. Oh, no, I'm talking about 3-1. I'm not talking about 2-0. I've seen people lose up 2-0. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about 3-1. That's different. James Harden, I mean, we know they buddies. Uh, coming for James look, Harden's man, record on the I, collapse. I, was, I, ain't we, giving, we, I ain't gonna get ahead of myself. I ain't gonna get ahead of myself. I ain't giving Chris Paul that James Harden charge. I can't do that to my dog, but all I'm saying is she just missed a wide Damn. open layup. Oh, my God. Oh, um, you must be ahead of me. Yeah, yeah she did too it. much. I wonder yeah, why she did all that. I don't know why she did all that. Um, so yeah, <laughs> the, the the victory is important tomorrow. We're tied up going back into Phoenix. Um, to be honest, if we lose tomorrow, I feel like they might close it out in Phoenix. I wouldn't be surprised <clears throat> if the home team wins every game. Like if this goes to Game Seven, like the home team wins every game leading up to Game Seven. Like Game Seven is the decider. <clears throat> I would not I, be surprised. Yeah, the, I I definitely could see that too, and um, because I do feel like the energy, and I have to see it. I, I see it. I won't see shit. I actually I might watch it, depending on when you want to record. Um, I might like stay off of Twitter. I might record the game and just watch it when I get home. Okay, that's cool. We could do that. Um, record I, it a little later. Yeah, assuming you didn't want to record it like seven or something. <laughs> uh. 
No, I mean, what time do you think you're gonna? We could talk about that. We we could. I was gonna say that. the game will be over <laughs> at like six. Yeah, we could. It depends on what time you're gonna be home and gonna watch the game. I don't think I'll be out that long. Um, okay. I might even get home before the game ends, honestly. Okay. But well, I still we'll want to watch it. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Okay. Uh, so, um, I mean, do you have anything else to add on the series? Do you have any predictions for tomorrow? Expectations? Like I said, I I, I want to see more Frank Bennett's. Uh, I want right. to see the defensive intensity continue. I want to see Luca working out of the post. Those are my big three uh, things that I need to see. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And clearly, uh, it ain't broke because it worked. Yeah, but <clears throat> again, this is the first time I felt like there might be a formula to to us uh, staying competitive. Real competitive, not that fake competitive like we were in game three. I mean, fake competitive. Game two was fool's gold. They wrote Padokas. Well, hopefully the Dallas Mavericks can continue this. Uh, I don't want to see them go out in five. Obviously, I want to see them win, even though I didn't predict it. But, you know, we'll see. It's a roller coaster so far. Um, A lot of people aren't really paying attention to this series. They mainly paying attention to the Bucks and Celtics, Warriors, Grizzlies, and that's cool. You know, besides Suns fans, the annoying fucking Suns fans. Oh my god, y'all on Twitter are unbearable, bro. But I digress. Um, so do you want to continue talking about this, or do you want to move on to multi versus midness? <laughs> we can move on. NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So I saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness Thursday night. Um... Then I went again last night to see it, hence why I missed the game. Bibbs went to see it this morning. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you know my thoughts on the movie. For the most part, I am going to give excuse me, my thoughts some more here. But um, since I haven't really heard Bibbs' thoughts on it, um, I'm going to let him take the, uh, the first lead here. Okay, so um, <clears throat> coming into the movie... I don't know. Maybe y'all don't know it over here. Uh, if you don't, don't listen to my movie or uh, TV reviews, you know, you may not know that I don't, I, I avoid trailers. Uh, like it's my job. Like literally when we went to this theater, when we went to go see Dr. Strange, the Nope trailer came on and I literally walked out. Oh, wow. Cause I don't, I, I already saw too much the last time I went to a movie and couldn't avoid it. Um, <clears throat> like I literally started I started doing the la 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 thing and I was like this ain't working and I just walked out um 
I don't like trailers. I don't like knowing anything going in. I want to be surprised. If there's something that a trailer should have told me that gives me added context or explain something, I'll keep find that out after the fact. I want to take in the content first and feel however I feel. I don't want to be influenced by the, anything or anybody. Um, with that said, I, I had Dr. Strange muted. Did a good job. I didn't. Only things I saw about Dr. Strange were Reese's couple tweets. And then uh, there was some other guy that said that they went balls to the wall or something like that. And they loved it. So it was like one person said they, they were disappointed. And then one person said it was amazing. So I was like, cool, I need that balance. Um, <clears throat> with that said, yeah, it's definitely not like I'm not walking out of the theater thinking, oh, this might be top 10. Oh, this might be top 15 even. I'm not thinking that at all. Um, I didn't not enjoy it overall. It was fine. But as far as like me getting sucked into the story and like the stakes and et cetera and so forth, I can't say that happened. Um, I wonder if like having all the, the content that I've consumed between Disney Plus and of course all the movies, if I knew too much almost because like this was almost an one of the episodes of what if for me i wouldn't even go that far <clears throat> like it as far as like entertainment value it felt like an episode of what if i mean i guess okay now it's more it's bigger stakes because this is the real uh universe like this counts now like what if was just like a kind of like maybe or like showing you some what what could be out there, but now right. they they brought it to the reality. Uh, and I'm doing my best not to be spoilery with this. By the way, we can get into spoilers a bit later. Yeah, it's tough. But yeah, as far as the entertainment value, uh, there were some things I liked. I will say this. Um, I forgot the Elizabeth Olsen. Mm-hmm. Her performance, fantastic. Might it's might be easily top five performances maybe even maybe top three in the mcu yeah like i haven't sat down and made a list but i was very pleased with her performance like she showed why she's respected it out here as an actress yeah she definitely carried this film for me and i wasn't sure that that was going to be possible like i didn't know uh, uh, (laughs) like bruh I, I wasn't expecting her to carry this film for me. I knew she was going to be good because she's been like, even if she's had small roles in like Infinity War and Endgame, she's killed right. it. She's crushed it. After WandaVision, I'm like, all right, this is legit. Like she, she knows this character. She knows what this character is. She plays this character perf- to perfection. And this, it took a turn quicker than I expected. Mm-hmm. Like right at the beginning, should we, should we cure the spoiler warning now? Uh, let me do this. I, I, I am going to do what I said I was going to do, by the way. So let's do that. Um, we're going to get into spoiler territory. Do you want to give a rating real quick? Like overall? Yeah. Good. Yeah, um, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Um, <clears throat> a 7 out of 10 was my original rating. And even after leaving, it was a 7 out of 10 for me. Uh, I just, I was disappointed. I, I'll get into all of that in the spoiler session because then I'll really be able to like describe how I feel more. But okay. for right now, just seven out of 10. Okay. And I'll, this is where I'll add a couple more little pieces of context. 
Um, one of the things that we were told way back when they announced this movie was that they were going to try to make it a horror movie. There were a good bit of horror elements. I will say that some landed and some didn't. Yeah, I wanted to answer that question when you asked me, but you felt I like you did. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I know you didn't want. Yeah, <laughs> right. So yeah, they they did. Try, they did try it. Right. Um, how you felt about the execution is how, here or there. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to say, shit, I forgot what it was. Oh, uh, that you mentioned almost rated R. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they got pretty crazy with the the deaths and kills. Yeah, they they like were right on the edge of a rated R film. And I think they well, we'll get into the details later. But uh, yeah, I was like, I was listening to my sister react to some of the stuff. Like she was taken aback <laughs> by what was happening on the screen. So they pushed the they pushed the they towed the line on that rated R situation. And they might have probably had to either dial something back or take some stuff out to keep it from being rated R. Yeah. uh, Like some stuff happens off screen. But you know what happened. It's like it's it's PG-13 because obviously they can't show it. But in some instances, you don't need to show it like, you know, first of all, that Mm. first death that we see, not the first death, but first significant death. That we see. Did we did we know that first one wasn't significant? You said what? Did we did we know the first one first one wasn't significant at the time? Wait, now I'm confused. Okay, I'ma just say the first one of the four. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That was graphic. <sighs> Dog. I, that was yeah, I can't wait graphic. to talk. I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact. Quick rating, three and a half out of five is I do mine out of five, so seven right. out of ten, same thing. That's the minimum for it to be a, a movie worth your time on Rotten Tomatoes, basically. So yeah, that's that's where I was at too. I expected you to be lower. All right, if you want to hear the rest of us talking about Doctor Strange, hop over to the Bibs Corner podcast. I'm gonna put that over there. Um, for those of y'all, oh, Reese, you close it out on them outsiders real quick. Yeah, man. Um, appreciate y'all for tuning in for the Mavs Outsiders podcast. We're gonna try to get these out for y'all um, after the game as soon as we can. But you know, like I said, we be working and shit. You feel me? But uh, check in tomorrow. We will have one for y'all tomorrow. We we won't screw y'all over again. It's an early game, so we should be good. Uh, but until then, we'll holler at y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.